Hello, guys. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Regan's Rugby Strength and Conditioning. Just a solo podcast today. Uh, I'm actually doing a live Q&A with the members of my private Facebook group. Well, it's not private, sorry. Public Facebook group, which is a private community. It's free. Anyone can join. If you are listening and you're on Facebook, come and join in the bants and the rugby talk and the training. And um, we can all sort of get together. So, yes, I'm live in my Live in my group, I got a few questions that I was asked or things that I wanted to talk about. As always, I don't have pre-recorded answers. I don't just come here with all the answers in my hands. I've just got the uh, the questions in front of me, something someone asked me this morning, things that people have spoken to me in the last week, and I'm going to share them because other people can take use from it. You guys in the group can take use from it. You're looking at my lovely face, doing my hand actions. And if you're listening on a podcast, then you can listen to the banterous wisdom that I have to offer um, and if you don't think it's banterous wisdom then you can leave whenever you want <laughs> anyway so first topic I was going to talk about motivation a guy who's currently doing one of my challenges uh, mentioned to me and to the group that he finds sometimes it's hard to motivate himself and motivation is very 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 important without motivation you're not going to train you're not going to eat well you're not going to want to go to work you maybe not even want to get out of bed and that's very difficult in the time we're recording this people have been in and out of lockdown for a year um so it's a very hard time and you need your mental state to be in the right place to even want to get out of bed to cook breakfast to do anything because it's a tough been a tough year for um being at home and a tough year for everyone. So, so motivation is key. What I told him was it's very important to have your end goal in mind, um, whether you want to lose two stones. So, so, there's, so there's like surface level goals, which is I want to lose two stone or I want to get down to 13 stone or I want to play rugby again. They, they, they help, but they're kind of surface level. That's just a random number. It doesn't really mean anything to you. But if you have the deep, meaningful motivation behind that like i want to lose two stone so i can play with my kids or i want to get down to 13 stone again because that's my weight at uni and i'm going to feel really good there or i want to play rugby because that is my release from a stressful life like if you go to the further end and you know the long-term goal you're looking to do that should serve as motivation for that workout it definitely happens for me when i stopped competing well, stop train, playing rugby. I it was very hard to train. I had nothing to train for and I did nothing. That's where Fat Reg came from. If anyone personally knows me in here, then they know who Fat Reg was. Um, when I was tra training for Strongman on the ball, every rep, every set, every meal, but out of Strongman season, there was no reason for me to train. And Fat Reg would come again. I'd eat and drink and I'd hardly train. So, so I need that motivator as well. And it's hard for me right now because... There is no sport I'm going for. Um, I don't care. I don't kill myself to have a six pack anymore. So it's difficult, but I remind myself of the long-term goals. I have numerical goals on my Excel sheet, which is things I want to get to. But the real reason behind it would be so I can go on holiday, so I can get my kit off, so I can feel fitter um, and for all those things. So you need to look past the, the numerical goal and find the, the reasoning and you should that should be if you're if it's 7 p.m you're tired you've had a long day at work you've got 45 minutes without, or you just put the kids to bed whatever it's hard to pluck up the courage to 
do a 30, 40 minute workout, especially if you've been doing a home workouts for a year, but you should think to yourself, no, I've lost half a stone already. My goal is to lose 13 stones so I can take my shirt off on holiday so I can have better fun with my kids. So blah, 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 blah. And then that should be like, boom, let's go. But there's a few other things that you can do. And I didn't even think about these. Hopefully I don't get lost in my words. A few other things you can do. Sleep is really important. It's very undervalued in a training program i know it's difficult with busy lives and kids and if you're doing night shifts whatever but seven to eight hours sleep is suggested by i think pretty much anyone i don't know who's gonna tell you to have less unless there's some fucking weird motivational speaker who's gonna tell you to oh, four hours of sleep is all you need and let's go and crush things like no humans need seven to eight hours of sleep my opinion and not other people's opinion um a pre-workout thing thing is a crap word i'm not going to use supplement because it doesn't have to be a supplement but something for a pre-workout can help i have a coffee before every workout it works pretty pretty damn good um there's only a couple of calories in a black coffee or an espresso as you guys know i love an espresso these days um don't have a sugary red bull don't have a sugary monster can because that's sugar and your insulin is going to go up and you're going to have energy for 30 40 minutes plus about 50 grams of sugar, which is just useless calories. And then you're going to drop and you're going to crash. So don't have a sugar boost, not a, not a processed sugar boost anyway. Um, sometimes I have some fruits, which, okay, I might be contradicting myself there, but it's a natural sugar. And it's not just fucking that white sugar put into a can with some fizzy liquid. Um, it's natural. There's better things in there for you as well. More vitamins and minerals. So, so that might help. If you like supplements, you can have a pre-workout. I don't like them because it makes my head go all weird. Um, but having sort of something pre-workout would be good. Um, something as well I just thought of getting off your screens for a while is a good pre-workout because I've had it where... I don't even have long hours. I don't have kids to, to work around. But but you get into workout time and you can be on your phone. And you know when you're just sitting on the sofa, it could be 45 minutes. You're just doing nothing. And it's like, fuck, what am I doing? What have I done? So what I do is I'll, I'll write my workout plan if I haven't got it already. And then I'll put my phone aside, everything aside. And that's when I'll do my little pre-workout pre ritual, which is making a coffee or um, having a bit of fruit. And that'll be five, 10 minutes just sort of getting out of work mode or whatever mode I was in and I'm doing this workout. And another thing, God, I'm getting loads of ideas here, is to stop yourself being a distracted intra-workout. And I have a lot of guys that say after half an hour, they lose concentration. They start playing on their phone or just flicking on the TV. Don't fucking have your phone on you. I know you guys on my program have to follow my app, but don't open other apps or just have a have a no because I had that as well. There was there was a time after Strongman I found it really difficult to stay concentrated. Um, and if I would text someone back mid set, obviously I'm self employed. If someone messages me, it's I need to do it. I'm like oh shit, and your mind's elsewhere. And again, you don't know. But ten minutes later, and maybe your machine's being used or or your motivation's gone, and you go oh fuck it, I'm done now. So just have a no communication. When you're training, it's 30, 40 minutes a day. You can have that. I speak to some guys that say that they don't even get a lunch break at work. That's illegal. You're allowed. You can take time off work. You can take time phone on airplane mode. You're allowed to have time for yourself, even if you have family, even if you have a busy life, even if you're self-employed, run a business. You, you need to have some me time. If you want to fill that with workout, because that's going to leave you feeling better, feeling fitter, 
then go that. I've gone on a bit of a tangent here. Not really, it's all useful. Motivation. What else is good for motivation? Obviously, good nutrition. If you have shit nutrition, if you have fucking ready meals and takeaway and chocolate all day, you're not going to have the energy to to train <clears throat> uh, or to want to train, which is good. What else? Anything off the top of my head? Being hydrated, it's never an issue for me because I drink all day. But if you're dehydrated, your motivation is probably going to drop as well. You should have two liters a day um, minimum. Uh, I don't get people that don't drink water. I just don't understand that they don't do it. I'm thirsty all the time. I'm thirsty now. I haven't had a drink for, I just spoke to one of my clients, Lee, from 12 o'clock. I've not had a drink and I'm already thirsty. So I don't understand it. But it's not about me. It's about helping you guys. And I'm, I know a lot of you don't drink enough water. And if you do drink stuff, it's only coffees and teas, which are caffeinated, which actually dehydrates you. So you need a plain water or a squash or whatever, and not juices because 99 look my table's wobbling is that annoying 99 percent of juices are just sugar water it is there's probably like one orange in the whole carton of tropicana the rest is fucking just sugar water so there's another tip what else is there returning to rugby yes so i know i'm talking about england um there's a date outdoor sports is allowed i think non i haven't looked too deep do too too deep into it but i think there's non-contact training from the 29th of March, which is two and a half weeks away. And yes, I've been talking about it a little on my social media platforms because it's important and time is ticking and you don't want to look forward to your training for the whole year and go and it be shit and you feel un unfit and all this kind of stuff. So do something about it. And obviously there's two and a half weeks. You could feel a bit better, trim a few pounds, but you need to start before the thing you're training for. If you have a holiday in two weeks time and you start training two weeks before, nothing's gonna change. You might feel better from doing a few workouts, but nothing physically is gonna change. And obviously matches aren't for about a month. No, a month, sorry. Matches probably aren't until around May with the weird rule matches. But still, if you're gonna run into someone as hard as you can, you need to start a few months before. Otherwise, if you're overweight and you're slow and you're unfit, you're gonna get caught out of position. Not only is it gonna be embarrassing your skill set, but it's also gonna be embarrassing because you're gonna get injured because you haven't been preparing your body. And the same is for people that don't even wanna play rugby. A lot of these guys are ex-players in this group and listen to this podcast. Um, you got your holiday. You might be booking holidays, even if you're not booking one abroad. We've all we've all discovered the the UK beaches and this COVID crap. You want to go there. You want to take your kit off and you want to be happy. And you can't do that if your holiday is at the end of the month and you start a couple of weeks before. It takes months. Um, like you can do one of these fad diets and lose ten pounds in two night two nights. To make it, buying their expensive stupid fucking tea, which is just fucking bullshit in a bag. Um, but then your weight's going to come back on about two days later, or you can follow a sustainable training program. I'll, I'll mention the same guy, Lee. He just dropped, he just dropped the, just dropped, just crossed the 10 kilo weight loss mark. And I think he is on week 10 of his training, something like that. Cause it's a steady one kilo a week and he's learned habits and we've slowly increased the training. And so he's going to get there. And as long as he keeps up with the training, he's going to keep it off because he's going to have learned how to keep it off rather than buying some bullshit from some Instagram celebrity that they're getting paid to promote to you, by the way, I'm not sure if you knew that. Um, 
that's going to be bullshit. And you might see a quick change on the scale, but you've not learned how to do a workout. You've not learned how to eat well, and you've not actually lost any body fat. There's just body weight gone, which is usually dehydration tactics, um, which is what all these stupid fit teas and all this fucking bullshit supplements do. So uh, don't do that. Return to rugby. What else? Um, what else can help? See, I'm not coming prepared because I want to just spitball it. Otherwise, it just becomes like a lecture. What else do people need to know before returning to rugby? Yeah, just, just get started, basically. Get started now because in England, it's two and a half weeks away. I'm sure other places in the UK are going to follow suit and other places. If anyone else is further abroad, you might be playing already. But yeah, UK guys, it'll be starting very soon. What was the other topic I put? Training around injuries because I crossed one out. Yeah, training... Wait, I'm going to go back on Facebook. I'm going to... Yes, training around injuries. Let's go back on my face. Hello. Training around injuries. So injuries are shit. Injuries are very annoying. I've had my fair share. Stopped playing rugby at 19 because of them. Stopped competing in strongman when I was getting invites to international competitions. They fucking suck. But you need to know that there's always something you can do if you use a little in I've got my pen out what's my pen out if you use a little injury as an excuse you're just going to add it to the list of other excuses because we can all find excuses and like i always talk about it's a it's a mindset mindset shift from oh let's moan about boris let's moan about gyms being shut let's moan about rugby let's go on zoom drinking sessions uh let's be too tired to, to exercise blah, 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 blah. or you can change it like all the guys have that's done my program in the last 12 months and they can say i don't need a gym all i need is a kitchen i can still do online shopping i can train at home i can train in my garden i can train at the rugby pitch on my own and then you realize you're in a good frame of mind and the same can be for injuries so when i was competing at britain's strongest man under 90 kilos don't worry it wasn't fucking famous um i slipped my disc in the first event doing a 350 kilo yoke um i was obviously working in a gym then gym managing obviously i was injured on the saturday obviously i did nothing for a few days because it was mentally hard but i think by the wednesday i sat down on a bench laid down and i did 10 sets of 10 on um incline curls where basically my back was nice and rigid and i could just do this if you're on a podcast you can't see this but on the video you can and where i did 10 sets of 10 on rope pushdowns so back was nice and neutral i didn't do anything lower than my chest because my back was absolutely fucked um but i did a workout because you can do a workout and that's obviously the most volume i've done on arms for for years and it hurt like hell and i probably saw good progress from it um and i think the next day i would have done something similar like sat on a pec deck machine and did 10 sets of 10 because that's just you know cause nice and tight and maybe something else. So there's always stuff that you can do. I went in and out of knee surgeries, popping my knee out, all this kind of shit. And you can do upper body on those days, or you can pump the upper body more. Um, but there's always something you can do. If you hurt your finger, you do machines in the gym. I don't like machines, but you do machines for a couple of weeks or whatever. There's always something you can do. Um, there's always, you can, you can either choose, choose to make the excuse or choose to find something to do. And people always People on my program, they might get injured. And I'll say, well, let's just fucking tweak it for three or four weeks because you can always do stuff. There's a guy who I train, Craig, who has been told he need, he might need a hip operation, replacement even. 
um, because of just general wear and tear, rugby players, all that kind of stuff. Um, but he's lost four stone. Yes, I'm bragging here. He's lost four stone in the last, I think, four or five months, which is obviously a lot less weight on his hip. Um, he's got a lot stronger because he's done a lot more bodyweight stuff. But what we did to, to reduce the impact, we stopped him doing all running. He actually enjoyed his running. He went up from 3K up to 8K runs, I think. Stopped all the running because that's quite high impact on the legs. We stopped it for cycling, which is a, a, a strength builder, so to say. Not really, but in uh, general terms, you can build some strength in your legs cycling, but there's no impact, obviously. We took out all the dynamic jumping stuff in his program, um, burpees, jump lunges, jump squats, um, and he still has a very hard program. He's really enjoying the cycling. He's not done it for years. He had to rustle out his dad's... Uh, his dad's bike from the garage i think or something like that um but he can do stuff and we're taking doctor's advice he actually is actually seeing he had a virtual session with max who's the one of the physios that i use had a virtual session with max and um and he's got some physio exercise as well so 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 we made a plan to carry on he could have gone oh regan need a hip operation i, I gotta stop the program see you later no we just made a plan to get through it um, I still get little injuries now. I, I train like a bit of an idiot. I, I like going all out. It's it's hard for me to not do that. It's just my mentality. And maybe that's something I need to change, but hey-ho. Um, I like going all out and I get little injuries and you've got to work around them. I get a neck injury quite often. There's something that's not right in there. At least twice a year, get really bad neck injury and I'm walking around like Frankenstein. Um, and I would just do lower body, and obviously, even, even moving my arms up to grab like a squat, hack squat machine would hurt. Even grabbing onto a leg press machine would hurt. So, so I don't grip anything and I keep my arms by my side. And all I can do for that is a shit ton of leg extensions, a shit ton of uh, quad extensions, hamstring curls, sorry, loads of calf raises, and, and then whatever else I can do. And that's still a workout. That's still getting something done. That's still chipping away at the overall goal, which for me is looking a certain way, feeling a certain way. That's what I, that's what I go towards because I haven't got a sport anymore. Um, and that's still chipping away. Rather than sitting at home and fucking whining about stuff and eating Ben and & Jerry's and watching fucking the next thing on Netflix, you can always do something. And there's always, doesn't need to be a hard workout. There's always something, some way that you can progress. Okay, if you're fresh out, I mean, I've got a good example, fresh out of surgery and your leg's in a big bandage and someone's been cutting you up, Yes, you're probably going to do nothing for a couple of days. But I remember my leg being in, <laughs> my leg being bandaged and doing pull-ups with my leg hanging out. And, uh, and, and I'm supposed to keep my leg elevated at all times to keep the blood out of it. I was like, fuck that. I've got to do some chin-ups. So I was doing chin-ups. And uh, all the blood was coming in my leg. And my leg was really sore. And I probably wasn't doing very good for recovery. But I did some other stuff. And hey, that's probably a bad example because that may have hindered the overall recovery but all i'm trying to the example is there's always something that you can do and it's the same with equipment with, with lockdown if, if anyone's got me on socials i was posting a few of my workouts when i was staying at my mum's over christmas um some of my dumbbells i left in the garage there and it's only dumbbells up to 17 and a half usually i would think oh this is annoying there's nothing there to do but i changed my angle and i just kept it going all of my lower body i made it dynamic because 17 and a half dumbbell deadlift is not enough or dumbbell squat is not enough. So most of my lower body stuff was circuit based, um, supersets, nice, high, heavy, fast plyometrics, but upper body 17 and a half is enough. Like not for a bench press, but I was doing Arnold presses. That was plenty curls, presses, plenty 
uh, front overhead tricep extension, 17 and a half is plenty. So upper body, I had almost normal training, but then lower body, I changed it. And you, you just need to go with the flow. And some people message me, I use this example, a guy called Graham. Graham, I nearly lost it there. He texted me, sorry, not texted me, after our call, he said he wanted to join the program. He was like, I've got a body weight station, which is a chin up and dip bar, and one 20 kilo dumbbell. He's like, can you help me? It's like, Graham, you're in the right hands. And um, we did loads, and I think he lost 10 kilos. I think his 5K time went better. He was keeping up with his fastest player, the fullback in his team. So there's always something you can do. And I would say about 50% of people have not had any equipment on my program for the last... 12 months and they're all if your goal is to drop some body fat and to feel fitter and to change the way you look then that's definitely doable you don't need weights if you're just trying to drop your body fat down obviously if you want to have bigger muscles showing off at the end weights will help because you need to train the muscles so they grow so that when you lose the body fat you can see them um, but if you just want to lose some body fat if you want to feel fitter the body is enough i'm 92 kilos there's plenty i can find to do um, and even if you're more than that it's going to be even harder. So, so yeah. Last topic was my live training next week. I'm going to post this this week. So my live training next week, I haven't done it before. Um, it's an idea to help educate you guys on here who don't know about the program, maybe don't know how I can help, don't know how I deliver my coaching. Um, it's going to be live. It's probably going to be a similar format to this. I haven't decided yet. I'm not sure if it's going to be in the group or if you're all going to be watching me on a Zoom privately, I haven't decided yet, um, but it should be half an hour. Um, might get lost in my words because I haven't done it before. It's like a live presentation. Um, but yeah, just going to be talking through problems you guys face, things that are going wrong, how my coaching program works, and different things like that. And it's going to be really fun, hopefully. Uh, hopefully a few of you guys, I've already got quite a lot of guys interested, but hopefully a lot of you guys show up and we can talk, there's normal question time after, you can ask me anything. But yeah, just a time, chance for some of you guys that don't know how my program runs to, um, to kind of hear a bit more about it. So if you do want to um, reserve a spot, it's gonna be next Wednesday at 7.30. And for the podcast guys, next Wednesday is the 17th of March, 2021. Wow, it's March of 2021, fucking mental. Um, it's going to be a fun 30 minutes for you to learn about sort of training, diet, how I deliver my plan, all that kind of stuff. So if you want to bag a spot, you can message me, just comment below. And, um, and uh, it's going to be a load of fun. Right, I'm going to go back onto Facebook and see if there's any questions on my video. Possibly not, because there's not been many lately. No, no questions. Oh, no, that's a different one. I was on the wrong... Let's see here. Nope, no questions. A couple of likes. Cheers, Stu and Robbie. No questions. Cool. So thanks for watching if you're in my group and thanks for listening if you're on my podcast. Um, if you have any questions, just find me on Facebook, Instagram. Just search Regan's Rugby or you can drop me an email at regansrugby at gmail.com. Cheers, guys, and I'll speak to you soon.